if you hire a writer, like a writer that has nothing to do with the client, that's almost identically like what they're going to do. They're going to go see what's out there, see, see what's doing well on Google. And they're going to just kind of like find another way to say what's already being said. But what people are getting wrong is the unique perspective. Hello and welcome. My name is Brent Weaver and this is the Digital Agency Show. The podcast that goes behind the scenes with today's top agencies and entrepreneurs. I am really glad you're here. And once again, it's time to transform your business mindset. We've put together an agency accelerator package for agency owners and growing freelancers looking to scale. We've got all kinds of free resources like the 39 lead gen strategies checklist, our $20,000 website proposal template, live trainings hosted by yours truly, free access to our community group, and much, much more. Get access now and dive in at yougurus.com forward slash agency. That's yougurus.com forward slash agency. Hey, what's up, podcast listeners, digital agency owners? Welcome to another episode of the Digital Agency Show. I'm your host, Brent Weaver. And today we're hanging out with Jeff Corrett from Essie Oak. And he is also a kick butt Yougurus mentor and has been helping tons of our folks crush it with their agency. And he was also on episode 102. If you want to learn about his journey niching and productizing and scaling and all that good stuff. Go watch episode 102. We'll link to that in the show notes today. Jeff, welcome back, man. Thank you for having me. Glad to be here. I know in the pre-show, we were talking about whether we talked about TikTok on the last show. And I don't think we did because I don't think TikTok existed like four years ago. I mean, maybe it did, but it was like a different thing. And, And we'll talk about a few things today. But I mean, what's what's the TikTok story for you right now? Because you were like, you got you got big on TikTok. You did yeah. a lot of TikTok. You know the TikTok thing. Um, I had a uh, a TikTok consulting program. I was kind of selling. I was educating people on TikTok. It was going well, and then it, you know, I kind of, I don't know. It, you know, it was just kind of. I felt like it was like pulling teeth. The interesting thing about TikTok, like I, w- I was getting clients through there, but I, the interesting thing about TikTok, everybody was just reaching out for free information. Free information. Everybody felt like they should just be able to like, I don't know. It was just interesting because everybody just kind of felt like they could just reach out to me uh, for questions. And then when I tried to translate that into a sale, it was like pulling teeth. Huh. And I was like, all right, let me just let me just get back to the SEOs. And I, I did get some SEO clients through TikTok as well. Yeah. Um, but uh, as of right now, I'm just kind of looking at TikTok as just kind of a fun way to... Just I'm just doing like fun content for the kids nowadays, and just having having a little bit of fun with it, and not look, not really looking at it as a business so much. Yeah. Although I'm still kind of experimenting with ways to kind of implement it, but um, you know, in terms of my SEO business is where most of my revenue comes from. I don't I don't really yeah. get a lot from TikTok at all. I mean, yeah, yeah, I, I love it, man, because I think you know it's like you gotta. Sometimes you got to see like what, you know, you got to follow some of the trends as an agency owner and you got to see what's going on out there. And I think you've done like, you didn't, you didn't do it a little bit. Like you got some like major, like, you know, like crazy, like viralness on, on TikTok. Right. But I also love the quote of like, the main thing is to keep the main thing, the main thing. And I love hearing that you're like, oh, hey, SEO is the main <laughs> thing for me. I'm going to keep making sure I nurture that core business while not getting too distracted on like the shiny, shiny. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it actually was kind of a big distraction. Although there was some okay money in it. It was just nowhere near 
where the SEO business was. So I just kind of, you know, it it was always a side hustle, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, but I put it, I just kind of put it off to the, and now I just kind of hop on there when I'm just, whenever I feel like it, which is, yeah. it's nice not to have that pressure. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's good. Well, what's like, I guess, you know, I mean, SEO is, um, there's a lot to talk about there. Like what? I mean, I know you're doing SEO direct with clients. You're doing white label for SEO for other agencies still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's probably 90%, 80 to 90% of our business comes from uh, the white label side. Okay. So then in terms of like what what's working right now for you guys in terms of SEO, maybe not like at a tactical level, but like when you're talking to an agency right now about SEO, because I mean, I assume SEO in 2023 is different or evolving. I mean, there's been some major market shifts or at least some things on people's radar around AI. I guess, what what's the conversation right now around SEO for agencies? It's, it's definitely having to do with AI, how to implement AI, should we do AI? So mm. a lot of the conversation right now with agency owners is about uh, is about AI, but I'm also seeing a lot of people making some just classic mistakes um, with with link building, with like how they're doing things. I'm seeing quite a few agency owners only do the technical side of SEO or just the content and not really do any link building. I'm seeing agency owners not really helping their clients um, get Google business profile reviews, formerly known as Google uh, My Business. They're not really helping their clients get reviews. So I'm just I'm just seeing um, some things, and that's kind of where we come in and, and help out. Um, so there's there's a lot going on, but also you know going back to like TikTok, you know the Google algorithm is not too far off from the TikTok algorithm, where it's all about attention. It's all about how can you how can you keep somebody on a page or on a website for as long as possible, and Google has that information because they pretty much every website has analytics. So Google has that information to kind of factor into their search algorithm of like. Whose page are they actually staying on uh, for longer? Uh, who, you know, who's getting people to go back to Google and go to the next site because, like, whatever they were looking for wasn't satisfied when they went there. So we can kind of see, like, just attention. It's all about attention. Hey, what's up, agency owners? I want to let you know about a hosting platform that is giving digital agencies and creators around the world an edge when it comes to site speed, scalability, and profit. It's called Cloudways, and it's designed to create exceptional experiences for you and your clients that guarantees unmatched performance, reliability, and choice with 24-7 award-winning support. Cloudways is excited to offer our listeners a $50 hosting credit in addition to their amazing benefits of their agency partner program. For more details, head over to yougurus.com slash cloudways or use promo code DASCW when signing up. Let's get back to our show. So as a, for our listeners, you can go and search best agency podcast. You're going to click on you gurus. You're going, to sit, <laughs> you're going to read everything that we have on our website to just goose the algorithm for us. But no, I think, I mean, kidding aside, not kidding, but kidding aside. Not kidding. Um, <laughs> you're right. You you are like number one or number two. I, I did actually do some research on this. Oh, recently. there we go. Cool. So, <laughs> so like, I think that... Um, you know, it's interesting you say like there people are like still screwing up the fundamentals. You know, it, it's like, I don't know, I probably don't have a good analogy off the top of my head, but I, I see like, you know, in, in investing, you know, like people that, you know, obsess about, you know, little, little things, 
you know, but they're not getting the big stuff right. Like they're, they're like, you know, picking stocks and day trading and they're like, oh, I get free trades on Robinhood or whatever. Like, yeah. it's really great. I get free trades. I'm like, why do you need free trade? You know, it's like, <laughs> it's like they're, 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 they're missing like the core strategy stuff. And, and I think I'm seeing that right now with AI where people are like, they're obsessing about whether or not AI can work for them. But then they're also like, they're still missing the fundamentals around SEO and, and how their site's structured and thinking about who their ideal customer profile is and thinking about what kind of, you know, who, who actually searches what, what kind of things are people looking for? Like, it's great that AI can produce your content, but does anybody want your content, whether it's AI or not AI? Like, do you have anything yeah. to say, you know, like... That, it, that, no, that's exactly what I wanted to talk about, right? Yeah. So... So what AI actually does, let's just say hypothetically, you tell ChatGPT to come up with an article, right? And ChatGPT comes up with an article, which is essentially a rephrasing of what's already out there. And that's exactly what, you know, if you hire a writer, like a writer that has nothing to do with the client, that's just, that's almost identically like what they're going to do. They're going to go see what's out there, see, see what's doing well on Google. And they're going to just kind of like find another way to say what's already being said. But what people are getting wrong is the unique perspective. The unique perspective of the client who's been in this world for, you know, 10, 15, 20 plus years, and they have some unique perspectives. So I, I think that's what whether it's whether it's hiring an external writer or using AI, like you really have to dig a little deeper and try to find a unique perspective um, and get the client involved. Like, what are we missing here? What's what's something that we can add here? What what's a story, right? Because like coming, rephrasing other people's content, you're not going to really get any specific stories or like a unique perspective. So, you know, adding yeah. that unique perspective on top is really what people crave. Um, and it's, it's the thing that could potentially, uh, like you, like with your, um, what was it? Uh, never say WordPress <laughs> in a web design meeting, right? Yeah. Uh, I, th I believe this is the article that kind of launched the yeah. academy in the, in the early days, right? Yeah, um, you had your unique perspectives in there. I mean, that's what people were craving, and it was somewhat controversial too. That that certainly doesn't hurt. Uh, it can hurt, but it, I think in this case it helped. You know. Yeah, and I, I think that that's like, how do you come up with? You know, would, and, and that's obviously probably more of an AI question versus an SEO question of of whether or not AI can generate a a an original idea that is going to you know, create that type of, of tension. And I, I mean, I, I've seen some really interesting stuff. I mean, I think there's a lot of creativity of, of almost like the mashup, you know, like, I don't even remember like, uh, you know, a lot of in the music space, right? Like it's like all these DJs produce these mashups, right? And they yeah. take like, they take the old stuff and they take the new stuff or just the old stuff, you know, and they, they mash it together with a beat. And, you know, even in the copyright space, I mean, there's a lot of people that are like, is this new material, because it is so unique or is it really just like a blatant copyright infringement, you know? And, and I think there's some really interesting conversations happening around that, but yeah. those mashups, like I think if done right can be like really, they can be a unique perspective in and of itself, you know, almost like if Absolutely. you can, if you can take an, a business owner and go like, what's your unique perspective and then see that there is some kind of mashup opportunity where you can take like, two very, very different ideas and then have AI like do the weaving together yeah. and be like, holy crap, exactly. this is like, now we have like a, an original thing 
And so is that something from an SEO perspective? Like should businesses be worried about being penalized? I mean, I assume that that's part of the conversation, right? It's like, I'm going to use AI. Google's going to see that I'm using AI somehow through their AI. <laughs> the AI is going to sniff out the AI. And then, and then they're going to be like, oh, this is, just, this is just old news or this is not original. Yeah, so Google, I forgot the guy's name, but one of the you know head guys on the Google search algorithm team came out publicly and said, we actually don't care if you use AI as long as it's human edited, right? So they, they actually don't care that much. Now, I have seen situations where people got penalized from going crazy on the other side, uh, pumping out 10, 20 articles a day for their site and actually uh, having like the majority of their site get delisted from Google. We have seen this. So there are, but I think if you're just like, pumping out one or two pieces per week and it's human edited and you're taking some time to just go over everything, making sure it's all accurate. You know, actually, I think that's fine, but you are missing the element of uniqueness of the unique perspective of somebody who's worthy of like people listening to somebody who's got that experience. And, but like you said, you can inter- interweave that. You can actually use AI to interweave that with the rest of the article. That's a little bit more rephrased from the rest of the web, but also add that unique perspective, have AI help you out with that. Yeah, you know, I think that's a, that's, you know, and it's, it's also new. It's also new. This is, this is all, this is stuff that we have not implemented yet, but we're, uh, you know, we're, uh, you know, we're looking for ways to help our clients uh, have have success and and get results. Yeah. I I was like, I was throwing around some, uh, we were doing some like prompting and it was like, you know, taking some of our emails, like, I want you to rewrite this in the style of Edgar Allan Poe or something. That was like, it's like throwing in like some real, like mm. just some real interesting, you know, yeah, like there's stuff, a mashup for you. you. Know? Um, yeah, and, there's and, a mashup for you. And, and I think we, we were doing like a customer onboarding survey recently and we were like, we, we wanted to make it like fun and adventurous. Like it was like a really long survey. And so we like, you know, like I got 40 questions. Like how do we make these like more interesting? And I feel like sometimes like you take something where you've got a kernel of like unique content and then you can have, you know, AI bring in some things that would like, for me, cognitively, like, like I can, you know, to rewrite like Edgar Allan Poe, it's like impossible for me. But like mm. with AI, it's like, oh, cool, I can do that, right? And then you can even like say like, how do you like insert keywords to make this like a keyword relevant article or something, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, that's interesting because I, I have seen people churn out and show me like very aggressive content calendars. Where, you know, they have definitely used AI. Maybe they've ran it through Grammarly, <laughs> you know, like maybe somebody has done like a a loose scrubbing of the content, but it hasn't really been been really unique. Um, I, I would assume that there's there's a lot more content being being put out. One question though is like where do you see SEO, I guess, going for for you and, and clients generally? I mean, is it is it more one one business I was talking to recently said that they had noticed that, um, you know, it, it seemed like coming into this year, like some conversion and some traffic was was down on like knowledge-based articles, things like that. And, you know, one of the, the hypotheses was maybe people are getting answers directly from AI versus engaging in search. Is is that like something that people should even be worried about at this point? Or is it like, is it growing the pie? I mean, I I, th- I think it's pretty premature, right? Yeah. Like, I don't think people are busting out, um, you know, open AI and then logging in and then asking. And I, I know some search engines are starting to implement some some AI based answers based yeah. on your query. Well, I think Bing has something like that. But like, are people actually using it? 
I'm not. And I'm like, you know, I'm I'm very involved with the search space. So like I and I don't know anybody who is. So I I would definitely question that idea uh at this time at this point in time. Yeah. Maybe in the future, if Google rolls something out like that, yeah, we might be concerned. But like I'm more like we actually have to see it. Like I don't wanna I don't want to make any assumptions. Whatever Google ends up putting out, if they do some SEO uh, AI stuff on the SERP, whatever they put out, you know, they got to be real careful. Like their entire business model, uh, other than like the YouTube ads, like kind of depends on like their no, probably their number one or number two revenue driver is those ads on Google, right? Like, so yeah. it's like they got to be real careful about. Um, no, it's definitely the number one. Yeah. Yeah. So they got to be real careful about making changes to the SERPs. I, I couldn't imagine they're just going to. Um, start putting stuff out that potentially takes ad money away uh, out of their pockets, right? So imagine, right? So people stop advertising for whatever reason because AI is making it hard for them to make money or because people are no longer clicking SERP listings. And then they're like, wow, we just lost <laughs> yeah. 70, 70% of our revenue <laughs> uh, in a matter of a month because no one's clicking uh, ads anymore. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. They got to be real. I think they got to be real careful. I mean, that's their. Yeah. That's their money tree right now. And, and, and I think, I mean, and that's, I love that perspective because I always, I try to zoom out and go, okay, well, big picture, like most agencies are, are what I'd consider to be like micro businesses, you know, a few hundred thousand dollars, maybe a few million dollars, right? And then you got some of the big boys that are doing tens of millions and then a few people doing hundreds of, of millions of dollars, right? Um, if, if, you know, if Google is, um, you know, still thriving as a business, right? Like SEO, search, local, right? I mean, these are all like macro pools of attention and interest and demand that businesses need to continue to leverage for themselves and for their clients. And so there's there's definitely still like a giant blue ocean of of opportunity. And if anything, there's probably just like a whole ton of other keyword searches and a whole bunch of other traffic of, you know, that's AI related or something that has just boomed over the last uh, last few months. Yeah. Um, another thing I wanted to bring up was um, link building, right? So link building is still pretty important for SEO, but I'm, I'm seeing a lot of agencies kind of deliver and purchase links that are not so good quality. I think if people just take their time and check um, some of these websites they're buying links on, like what, like oh, like a big a big thing people look at nowadays when they're buying links is like how many. How much? How many? How much traffic do these do these domains get? How much? How much traffic? Okay, be like okay. This one gets ten thousand um, traffic, and it's all estimated from these SEO tools. But like this one gets an estimated ten thousand visits per month. But then if you go one step deeper and see what those keywords are, and you can do that very easily in a tool like Ahrefs. If you go one step deeper and see what the actual terms are, you might be surprised to find that it's like nothing to do with like the client's business whatsoever. For example. Like I've seen a few uh, websites. Uh, someone tried to sell me links to a website, and it was uh, celebrity, like, uh, you know, uh, gossip. <laughs> uh, it was just like this has nothing to do with HVAC. <laughs> okay, I mean? like why would I? You know, yes, it's got ten thousand traffic, uh, but is it actually a valuable site? I don't know. It's just mm. ranking for all these really vague and obscure, and sometimes like very adult uh, keywords that just like... <laughs> I was, I was wondering if that's where you were kind of heading with yeah, the like... Yeah, I didn't wanna, like, you know, you know. Read between the lines, I think. But yeah. yeah, just some like, okay, wow. Yeah, that, I, don't, I don't think my client wants to be associated. And it's like not ranking for anything else. So you, I think people just need to be a little bit more careful about um, who they're buying links from. 
Um, there's some blacklists out that exist out there uh, that just kind of show uh, some of the websites you just don't want to link from. And uh, unfortunately, a lot of the um, a lot of the people out there selling links are like that. That's the, that's the list because they're very easy to get links on. Yeah. So there, I think people need to be a little a little bit more careful about that as well. Yeah. Hey, agency owners, are you looking for a strategic and reliable white label partner to scale your agency business? E2M is the number one white label partner for digital agencies when it comes to website design, web development, e-commerce, SEO, and content writing. E2M is trusted by over 150 agency partners and has been providing white label services for the last 10 years. Their team has over 170 experts and is on a mission to help 500 agencies increase their revenue and profit margins with impactful white label services. Check out their transparent and flexible white label pricing at e2msolutions.com forward slash gurus. That's www.e2msolutions.com forward slash u-g-u-r-u-s. E2M is currently running a special discount for 10% off for your first three months. Check it out now. It's available for a limited time. It seems like, I mean, as I've watched SEO grow and change, as we've done our own stuff or, or watched that of other, other businesses, it does seem like, you know, there's still kind of that, I mean, that black hat, white hat, kind of gray hat stuff. And I mean, in terms of like white hat, it does seem like, you know, SEO and PR, you know, it's like that's, it's like that traditional kind of like getting real, uh, outlets with real weight in your market to talk about you and to link to you is is like that's always like the safe bet, um, yeah, and absolutely. and that's what Google ultimately wants to see is that there's legitimate interest in your business and they're looking for those signals. And so while there's probably some tactics and things to kind of amplify and and make that faster, better, cheaper, whatever, um, it does seem like that's the long term strategy is to produce valuable content find others in your market or in your your you know your audience to to link to you and give you signals of authority and that's going to help you with with your rank uh, in search traffic. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, great points there. Yeah. I, I haven't seen like any of the uh I mean that's really interesting. Like the I, I mean I've seen some crazy tactics, man. Like I mean paying for links, but like maybe even just paying for links in interesting like unconventional ways, right? Like finding companies, right? And just like, I mean, literally like buying your way in, not like link building type sites, but just like regular old companies, just like offering blanket money for link inclusions and, and articles and things like that. It's just, it seems like something that has, um, you know, obviously there's a lot of money involved in in getting links and SEO. Yeah. 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 Sometimes, um, you know, there... Some of the best links you'll get actually don't cost any money. They're just really hard to get, right? You got to either have amazing, like, show-stopping content. And uh, usually that type of content that we're talking about right now would be stuff that's like, you put out a report. Like, I think HubSpot puts out, like, you know, state of digital marketing once a year. And it's got yeah. all these cra- all this crazy data. It probably takes them... It probably costs them actually, like, fifty to $100,000 to get that link because they're putting so much so many resources into all this research and data that they're doing, but it's such a valuable piece of content that everybody just naturally wants to link to it. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I guess pick your poison, right? Just come up with this amazing, amazing content that people want to link to, but that's going to be kind of expensive from a resource perspective. Or, you know, the other side of the coin is like, 
Just spend yeah. that fifty grand getting links. <laughs> <laughs> spend the money, I guess. You know, pay pay the blogger to, yeah. to include you. Yeah, but, yeah. but also, I I do recommend that our clients have uh, some valuable content, and it, it, you know, it's a lot more natural to link to a piece of valuable content, and you'll you'll find yourself getting much better links, oftentimes that you don't have to pay for. Just just some outreach when they say like, "Hey, I think your audience would really vibe with like this piece of content that's actually very educational and not salesy at all." They're yeah. a lot more likely to link to that, especially when it fits within their um, their purpose. So we've we've had a lot of success um, having our clients create content around things like sustainability, like the sustainability and green blogs. Just love to link, and like they'll link to it for free if they feel like it's valuable to their audience. So like yeah. there's there's place like that as well. Yeah, dude, do you have time to stick around for uh, lightning round? I do. What is the best advice you've ever received? Oh man, I am unprepared. Um, you know, one of uh, one of my mentors in the U Academy program, John Hinshaw, Jonathan Hinshaw, no longer a mentor, but he gave me some good advice. He said uh, he said that uh, that I should go all in on SEO, and and I did, and it's worked really well for me. That's that the thing that popped up in my head first. So, <laughs> which of your personal habits has contributed most to your success? Uh, I think my just. Just, uh, just ability to just attack something hard and like not give up when things got hard and things have gotten hard many, many times on my journey, like incredibly, ridiculously hard. But I just kept chipping away, chipping away, chipping away, and um, things have worked out really well. Can you share an internet resource tool or app that you've been using lately that you think our listeners would find valuable? I've been. We switched over to ClickUp, you know, just for project management. It's been it's been good. Um, it, it's a nice alternative to Trello, uh, and the reason being is you can really get specific with what notifications you receive. Um, if you've ever, if anybody's ever used Trello, you're probably familiar with the fatigue of getting like a million notifications. Well, with with uh, with something like ClickUp, you can really get specific about what notifications you receive and don't receive. So we we appreciate that. And what book would you recommend? Hold on. Oh, this is a good one. Hold on. This is called uh, Get Rich in, in the Deep End. This is by um, Brent Weaver. And yes, I did read it cover to cover. Yeah, buddy. And it's awesome. So definitely check that one out. All right, man. Well, I appreciate the shout out. You could maybe my <laughs> if my reaction sounded authentic enough, I wasn't expecting that recommendation today. But uh, cool, if you're man. a digital agency owner, you should definitely read that book. Well, I appreciate that. We will link out to Get Rich in the Deep End uh, <laughs> on our show notes page. Check it out. YouGurus.com forward slash podcast. We'll also link out to ClickUp. I love the context there around the notifications. Uh, we'll link out to anything else mentioned in today's episode like Ahrefs and uh, other tips, tools, nuggets, takeaways from today's episode at YouGurus.com forward slash podcast. Jeff, how can our audience find out more about you? Is there anything that you have they can check out? Uh, seoak.co is my website. Yeah, it's the best place to go. Just learn more about our business and uh, feel free to reach out if anybody has any questions. Happy to help out. Jeff at seoak. That's S-E-O-A-K dot C-O. Awesome, man. Well, keep doing the good work. If you are an agency out there looking for a great white label SEO partner, check out seoak.co. 
if you're out on the road or on your bike or whatever, and you don't have a pen to write it down, just go to YouGurus, click on podcast, click on Jeff, and we'll organize uh, all that good stuff in one place. We'll link out to his website. So awesome work for his clients. Uh, great results. Always hear great things from all of our agency partners that are using Jeff and his team. So uh, definitely check him out at seoak.co. Dude, thanks for stopping by the program today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. And that is it for this week's episode of the Digital Agency Show. Stay tuned each and every week for more great content coming to you to help you grow your digital agency so you can achieve freedom in business and life. Until next time, I'm Brent Weaver. We've put together an agency accelerator package for agency owners and growing freelancers looking to scale. We've got all kinds of free resources like the 39 Lead Gen Strategies Checklist, our $20,000 website proposal template, live trainings hosted by yours truly, free access to our community group, and much, much more. Get access now and dive in at yougurus.com forward slash agency. That's yougurus.com forward slash agency.